Good morning. First of all, I want to welcome you back. Those who are traveling for your holidays, please welcome back. We are happy you are back to pray with us today. I want to begin with this story. Uh, in the old church, during confirmation, the bishop used always emphasize the element of becoming a soldier of Christ. So at confirmation, they say, well, you've become a soldier of Christ. You've joined Jesus' army, blah, 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 and the rest. Now, this Irish priest, Irish like Father Trout, <laughs> was in the south side. So their parish was one of those old parishes, and they rarely got someone for confirmation. And one year, God blessed them with one gentleman who became a Catholic. So he went through this RSA program. After that, on Easter Vigil, he was received, became a full Catholic. And the priest emphasized the idea of, you are now a soldier of Christ. The following day, Easter Sunday, comes back to church. He prays. Then after that, they didn't see him again. The priest was always wondering, why is he, why is he? Then on Christmas night, he comes back to pray. After that, Father calls him and says, hey, buddy, come here. Say, on Easter Vigil, you become a soldier of Christ. And I haven't seen you all this long. Where have you been? And he told him, Father, I have been in the secret service. <laughs> now, for all, all of us who are not in the secret service, we always come to church and we pray. We go, we become active because that's what our faith calls us to be active. In the first reading today from the book of Isaiah, it's the very last chapter of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah has been dealing with themes of destruction, punishment, vindication. And now this very last chapter deals with something very important as it closes it out. Comfort. Give comfort to my people. Now we live in a world today whereby at certain time we all need some comfort from someone, from something. Because it's the way of life. So the comfort God is proclaiming is a comfort to the people who are desperate. It has been more than 60 years. The Jews have been in exile. Most of them were born in the exile, and for the first time they come back to Jerusalem. They heard stories from their parents, from their grandparents, how great Jerusalem was. Now they come back and find it in ruins. They're saying, where are you going to start from? Now you can imagine the disappointment, the sorrow, the sadness, the pain, the frustration. Only this, and out of this, God breaks through and says, comfort, give comfort to my people. He says, Jerusalem was destroyed. Now I am going to help you to rebuild it, and it will become the center of worship again. So today, as you come to worship, Isaiah is using a beautiful image of a mother blessed feeding a child. Most times we refer to God as the father. We have that father figure, which is fine. But also Isaiah is giving us now the mother figure of a mother blessed feeding a baby. Now, men, no offense, may not understand this very well, but the women do because they've been there. So 
what does a mother do when he's breastfeeding a child? You hold the baby. There is a connection between a mother and a baby. The baby feels comfortable, feels protected, feels loved. And that's the image God is giving us that if you belong to God, if you're a child of God as all of us are, that's the assurance God is giving us, that I take you as a child, I protect you as a child. And that image is what we draw on to know who God is and how we should relate with God. That's why in the gospel today, Jesus is sending out 72 of his disciples. He's giving them power to preach the gospel. And he's telling them, proclaim that the kingdom of God is at hand. So previously, there was this notion in people's minds that the kingdom of God is very far, is far away, it's beyond our reach. But now the image they use is at, our, it's at hand. It's an idea of pulling out your hand, you can reach it. it. means the kingdom of God is within our reach. It's not just very far away. So if it's beyond our, within our reach, it's telling us, go and proclaim Peace. The first thing is peace. It says peace to this household. Peace to you. We're supposed to be the members of peace. How peaceful are we? Because we know that we cannot give what we do not have. If you don't have peace in your heart, in your mind, it's very difficult to give peace to someone else. You're going to be another destruction. But he's telling us the first gift is giving us the gift of peace. That's why every time you read God breaking through the cosmos, the first thing he says is peace. The angel comes to Mary and says, do not be afraid. Jesus appears to his disciples and says, peace be with you. Because he knows without peace, nothing else has any substance. So when we have the peace, then he tells us, okay, these are things you need. Now, Jesus is giving us very tough conditions. If you are the gospel very well, do not take anything extra. No credit cards, no wallets, no, no gas in your car. Just move and go. Well, that's tough. But he's telling us there is urgency in our ministry. And this ministry is not reserved for priests. It's for all of us. He says, I am sending you into the world. But then he says, there are also disappointments. There are also some rejections. But it says, what do you do when you're rejected? You don't sit down and begin crying. It says, you move on to the next, next ministry ahead of you. So today, as we gather to worship, God is asking us that if we know God as our mother, with this image of a mother, and he's sending us into the world to proclaim peace, he says, there is rejoicing and celebration. And what's the cause of celebration? It's not because you're doing miracles. It's because our names are written in heaven. Now, it's one thing someone knowing you, your name. It's another thing to find your name written somewhere by someone. We know that if maybe you walked into the church here and look at how some of the windows, you see a name in honor of so-and-so. If that person was your grandfather or your grandma or your parent, what do you do? 
you already smile, say, wow, my mom is known here. So that's what God is telling us, that the image is giving us that you're only not known, but your names are written. A confirmation that we belong to him. So during this ordinary time, God is telling us to go and bear fruit in our world, to go and proclaim the kingdom of God, which, by the way, begins within you. The kingdom of God should begin within you, within me. And then I let it out to those around me. My family first, my friends, my community, and my country. It's not about there, it's within. So what do I expect someone who's mourning, who has just lost a loved one? How do I treat a child who's crying? How do I respond to a situation? Does it project the kingdom of God? Oh, it's just self-centered. So today, God is asking us one thing. He's saying that, I trust you. That's what God does. He always trusts us, says, I trust you, and I'm sending you. Then he says, can you be trusted? Because in the end of it all, he's going to ask us, what have you done with the gifts I gave you to spread the kingdom of God? So today we ask him to give us the grace we need and also the courage because sometimes we're scared to speak up. Sometimes we're afraid to get involved. But he says, I give you the courage to go and proclaim the kingdom of God. The Lord be with you.